What it do, my peoples? This is Trevor, um, and this is Polylithic. Uh, we're actually taking issues with the faith um, that we normally don't talk about um, in other contexts, and I just wanted to make sure that we had a platform to really discuss um, things uh, rationally and also with love. Um, so today I have with me uh, two of my brothers. I have Julian, um, the Ordinary Fellow. Introduce yourself, brother. How you doing? Yo, from calling out from uh, Cherry Hill, Baltimore, Maryland. Um, name is Julian. I'm the regular dude. And um, yeah, let's talk about stuff. Awesome. Now I got my other brother, Timothy, on all the way on the West Coast side. Um, introduce yourself, brother. How you doing? <laughs> he threw up the W, man. <laughs> uh, all the way from the left coast, the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Uh, it's Timofey or Timofey, um, Ukrainian immigrant, been in the States 30 years now. And uh, yeah, love the Lord and excited to talk to these brothers tonight. Awesome. So I'm going to give the floor to Julian because this is something that he brought up. And, and I think that it's going to be a lovely discussion. So, brother, the floor is yours. In fairness, the, the conversation um, sort of happened organically when um, when Tim was actually uh, visiting me in Baltimore a few weeks ago, and um, we were just talking about a, a plethora of other things. And um, he was mentioning some of the uh, some of the ministry work that he'd done in the past, especially as it pertained to um, missions work and individuals that uh, had clout and had platform. And the, the various responses that they might have got, they might have given, uh, or reasons that they might have given as to why or why not um, they would use their platform at it, you know, at a given time to promote a particular missionary um, effort. And so we we talked about all diff different different celebrities like a Lecrae, like a um, uh, anybody who's famous, like people in the CHH type thing or people who are in the contemporary Christian spaces, mm. a Tori Kelly, stuff like that, different individuals where yeah. I was like, I was, I was like, Hey, some of their stuff has been useful. And then like, but maybe their reputation is not so great, or maybe they do stuff that seems more secular. But I'm like, and so then we just sort of had a discussion at that point. So well, what is the responsibility of somebody who uh, is famous or wh whatever that means? Um, definitely very visible and happens to be a believer. Should they be using their platform to, you know, as a point of conversion? Um, could, should their conversion be more, should conversion efforts and missionary work be more focused on people that, you know, they have direct access to because, you know, the faith is sort of a relational thing. Mm. So we just, we talk back and forth over, over a cup of good coffee about that for about an hour. I walked around and, you know, and so I was like, oh, Trevor might enjoy uh getting in on this what are his pontificating thoughts? you know ponti <laughs> that kind of thing and you know tim you can fill in or or disagree yeah, what, whatever yeah, like that yeah, was please. that was how i recall the situation well first it was a it was a cup of tea not coffee my man but, yeah, but tea, that tea was the only the only fact you got wrong um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically the question came up right we have careers we have jobs etc um that notwithstanding there are certain people who are believers who have special platforms unique platforms who have a greater voice than say somebody right who's an artist in the in the city or a photographer doing their job on the daily right so you have the great commission um you know go and preach the gospel mm -hmm. we have the verse you know romans 1 16 for I'm not ashamed of the gospel, etc. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I understand that even though believers could have special platforms, could be music artists, have international acclaim, um, right? So what is their calling in regards to those commandments, to those, um, to what the God, what, the Bible says basically what Paul preached, what Jesus preached, where Jesus said it, um, what Jesus, the, the expectation God set for his disciples yeah, yeah. in regards to their faith. Um, and so that, that was the discussion. Um, we get the whole career thing. We get the whole, you know, artist thing, but, mm -hmm. you know, there are specific people who have been giving special 
platforms, unique mm-hmm. platforms where their voice is very much amplified compared to, you know, yours or mine. And so should we hold those believers more accountable or are they strictly, if, is it between them and God, et cetera, all those things that are kind of difficult to, to say. And that's why it's a good topic for discussion. I, I think it's a wonderful um, point of discussion because I like have a multiple point. Julian tried to trick me, you know, Heather, and Heather, Heather to make sure this point is made plain. He tried to trick me. He said, man, I just wanted to get your side of the story. I said, I ain't telling you nothing until we get on this podcast. He's like, dang. <laughs> He's like, no. He said, I thought I could get you. I was like, you ain't getting me, man. We're going to talk. <laughs> the conversation is going to be fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 we don't want to be serving up no, no muffo, um, muffo meat. We need to, we need to cut it up right now. So, you know, so for me personally, I'm, a, I'm gonna go to. I mean, I will go to the Old Testament. But I'll use the New Testament. There was one guy that, whenever I think about fame, especially when it comes to being a believer, I always think about Apollos. You know, Apollos was a Hellenized Jew from from um, Alexandria, um, Egypt. And he was uh, known as like one who was quite eloquent, you know, mighty in the scriptures, or as I like to say, um, the first battle rapper in the faith. Uh, <laughs> so, so he was the one battle rapping everybody, but he didn't have all the information yet, but he was willing to battle rap though. He was like, I will go to whoever's house. If they up for the challenge, I'm going to come in this bad boy. I'm going to spit. And he did that. You know what I'm saying? He was, it's where he was preaching, you know, almost everything right. And he was confronted by Aquila and Priscilla, right? And the dope thing about Apollos is that Apollos did not cast away these unknown people, if you feel what I'm saying. He didn't cast away Aquila and Priscilla as like, oh, they some groupies. They ain't got no much clout to talk to me. He's like, no, nah, I-, I didn't know that. Talk to me. And he like took what he heard from them. You know what I'm saying? And 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 they filled in the gaps for him. And he strengthened his message and went out and did the rest of the stuff that he was supposed to be doing. But he, because like I like even Paul even said, you know, like like the um he planned, like he he may, he may plant, like Apollos may plant, he waters. I may have it backwards, but you know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> but but you know, he was talking, you know, like look, you know, I can um, you know. I play it's, it's in uh, First Corinthians, um, First Corinthians three six, where he says, "I planted Apollo's water, but God gave the growth." You know what I'm saying? So, so even Paul understood that his platform wasn't as big as Apollo's platform, right? And he understood that I can plant the seeds, and they may not listen to me yet, but Apollo's rolls through, and he gonna get the water going. And when the water goes, God's gonna get the increase. I really do believe that that should be the that should be the dynamic of fame when it comes to being a Christian. You have to be teachable. Um, you know, like Apollos was teachable. He was a teachable person. Like he heard Aquila and Priscilla when they spoke. He didn't block them out. Um, you know, he heard what they said. He incorporated what they said into his message and he continued to preach the gospel. Um, you know, I think that that's a beautiful thing. You know, like when you actually see that he was carrying it further you know, in places that Paul was visiting. Paul, who does Apollo do there? And he was just gone. He was out there getting it done. But Apollos was the one who had the bigger name in the, in their region. And Apollos' name was being used for the glory of God in that same sense. But he was also saved. You know, so I think that that's a, a beautiful thing. You know, like, like I think that that's how fame should be used in the faith is where you have the Apollos um, attribute. You may come to it with all the fervor and spirit like Apollos did. And you may be as eloquent as all get out, but you may not have everything yet, but you know, and you you can sit down and listen to reason on how you engage that, you know, and how you can plug your gaps. And then you go back out now with more wisdom, with a strength and argument to go out and do the stuff that it is you're supposed to be doing. So that's my New Testament take is I always thought that Apollo, when you said, I said Apollos, hands down is like one of the best examples we got because of his name. Um, and how far he was willing to go and how much how much people received him in his time, you know, versus how they received the apostles. So talk to me. So so how would you uh, par- make the parallel to the modern world? Somebody say like a, a 
just say look right he's his name is already out there right yeah so, yeah um or tori kelly mm-hmm. who's who was a pro- professed believer but her music doesn't necessarily always uh testify line up that. with that yeah yeah man like and that's the thing like so you know what it is that you are able to do right apollo's new he went with it he went at it with great fervor great spirit lots of eloquency lecrae is very eloquent ridiculously eloquent i mean like like he he knows how to use words in ways that i can't use words right he's 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 he's, he's thought about how he's going to use words how he's going to say it. so every word he says is intentional so so that that's something that we can't he can't ever say that about himself that oh i said is, is unintentional no you meant that <laughs> you meant what you said because you you're 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 a, a rapper you know you have to think about what you say um so if that's the case then you know use your words more responsibly you know what i'm saying so so you you if you know that you have gaps don't be mad when people point them out to you aquila and priscilla came up and pointed out the gaps to apollos and he didn't get angry he was like oh word okay well i didn't think about that and say that pretty much the, the scriptures like the, the greek in it actually deals with him actually being in error you know on certain things that he said and and the, the aquila and priscilla came and accurately told him what it actually meant now now here's the other thing too aquila and priscilla did not publicly embarrass him which is the problem with a lot of christians in our day is that they want to publicly shame these people for not knowing what they're supposed to be saying, not thinking that maybe they didn't even think about it. You know, we don't give them the benefit of the doubt. We just think that they're supposed to just know. That's that's not, we ain't the same people. You know, so 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 certain things that come to you naturally may not come to me naturally. Maybe I just need your wisdom. You know, so being able to come to that person and say, hey, hey, you know, come here real quick, man. Look, phenomenal message. But I need you to. I'm, I'm gonna let me let me give you some game real quick. What you said up there was almost right, but this, this is what it. This is what the Lord Jesus actually said. Oh, yo, thank you for. Oh man, I appreciate that, bro. I won't do that again. You know, like that's the response you hope that a person has when you talk to them. Some people ain't gonna be like that. Now that's a, that's a, so that's the burden. Of, the burden is on both the person who corrects and a person who receives. But the person who corrects needs to come with the heart of love, like with the heart of Christ in that moment. Well, like you're not coming to throw a stone at them. You, this is your brother or sister in Christ. If they are your brother, sister in Christ, you approach them in that manner and they receive you as a brother, sister in Christ, there's going to be more increase. But if you come to them with a stone or a rock, you know, you come in a war and, and that's you have to prepare yourself for war. You know, so so that's a that's at least my take on that. You know what I'm saying? So like, like, like look, if, if you had a famous person and you were able to have a conversation with them to bring them to a place of understanding and love and they receive it that's a win but if you it's either if the person who's going to them is disrespectful and loses the person or the person that is receiving is disrespectful there's going to be a disconnect so it literally takes both parties to really be christians <laughs> it's a both parties to really be christian to like have this conversation that may you know, be a little abrasive about, you know, what it is that they just said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the detriments to our you know, Christianhood is the social media where people uh, can yell at each other without consequence or thinking through, you know, words. That's quite true. So, I mean, you know, you both have a lot of, I won't say Christian, the fame famous Christians who talk a lot of nonsense or speak out of a passion and maybe mis misrepresent the gospel. But you also have a lot of believers who are quick on the draw to chop people down. Like you said, and there isn't the, a, a gospel filled loving conversation and discipleship going on. It's just people yelling at each other. Um, but what about say, believers who say an nba superstar mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, you know some some days i'm glad some of these quote-unquote believers don't don't speak out about their faith and then they you know because their actions don't follow it but mm-hmm. 
what do you think? What, what are you guys' thoughts about, say, an NBA superstar who's a believer but keeps his faith under wraps, even though you know they have 15 million Instagram followers, 20 million Twitter followers, etc. Julian. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, in, in that case, um, I would I would say in that scenario, as it's described, like, I don't know that dude, and I don't know who he has an influence in on, on a, I don't know who he has an influence on, on his, like, in his actual life and the people he has contact with. Um, and so I, I think that's one of those things that unless, he, I, I think he has a responsibility to keep the in, to um, to definitely not go against his faith in the in the public platform, he should carry himself with dignity and honor. He should he should be doing you know he should he should behaving he should be behaving like a Christian in terms of how his interactions and stuff like that how he treats them. But in terms of like, hey, I'm gonna take the halftime, take the mic, or I'm gonna use uh I'm I'm gonna be on the ESPN uh, talk about you know what the season has been like. And then use that as a as as a moment to slice in. I don't know. I I don't. I I would be much, especially for somebody who is so visible. Mm. I'm really and, and and a person that I don't know. I don't have any connection to this person. I don't. You know that that kind of thing like that. I'm wondering, like, even though we all look for leadership and people who are highly visible, did, did this dude sign up to be a leader? Is that his actual calling, or is he just supposed to be excellent at that particular thing and then doing the gospel with people that he can actually reach face to face, kind of thing? And so my my concern would be like, yeah, it would be dope if he could if he could use it in that way. But is it like a mandate? Do I have an expectation? And if so, what, why do I have an expectation that he should that he's supposed to use the platform specifically for that? Mm-hmm. You know, in, in that very overt way. Like, let's say he was asked to. Hey, come to this conference and do X, Y, Z. And he was like, nah, I'm cool. You know, that kind of thing. So all of a sudden, should I hold up to scrutiny whether or not the dude is actually a believer? But I mean, like, again, I don't know this dude. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, is he taking care of his house? Is he taking care of his family? Is he is he doing the things that God has commanded there? Is he, is he, is he are, you know, are they going to church? Are they, are they working with other believers? Like, like what are they actually doing? Is he not doing anything if I can't see him doing it simply because he has that visible platform? Yeah. He could have he could have built a school in secret. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know this dude. So that's that's sort of how my thoughts are on that. Um, but I feel like my thoughts on celebrity are that in general. It's like there's so much noise with social media and with um yeah. television and with bloggers and all that other stuff like that. It, it, there's no way that unless I just happen to form some kind of organic relationship with that person, um, I'm not gonna know their life to to lean on that. Like, like celebrities don't even exist to me. I've met a few famous people. I've met some people who I was super fans of. And I ended, I found out that I just disappointment. Ended up, yeah. Well, not even so much a dis, <laughs> not even so much a disappointment, even though, uh, even though I have had some disappointment with some celebrities that I've met, but I just real, I, I had the realization, um, that the person that I thought that they were, what I imagined about them was just that. It was just what was in my, it was, it was in my head. And so when I finally met them, I replaced my imagination with an actual person and realized I said, we don't, I don't know this person from Jump Street. And I don't know how many other crazy professing believers they've had to deal with and had to struggle through depression, listening to something crazy. They said face to face. What, what gives me the right to, to, to speak on that? Unless I definitely had a word from God kind of thing like that and then and at that point it's my responsibility to just give that word regardless mm. of how that person receives it mm. um but that would be the same in any other situation in my mind that kind of thing so i i don't know i i, I lean more to it would be great if they could use their platform in that way but if, if they say no does that you know does that do i do i have am i all of a sudden drawing conclusions about status of their salvation whether they're an ideal or a good believer or, or anything really about the quality of their faith Unless they just clearly out in these streets, wilding, ain't ain't living up to it, that kind of thing. So, so like, let me let me throw in the 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 advocate, um, like so, to whom is given much is required, you know, like so. So that's another you know avenue to where um, you look at a person and you you judge them by their actions. So you've been given this access, you've been given these people, you've been given this platform to do wonderful things, but you hide. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Matthew 5 it talks about a uh, city on a hill cannot be hid. Um, you know, also it says that 
you don't hide your light under a basket, but you put it on a lampstand. So there is a, a merit to when you are a Christian, there should be light. Um, and if you are a Christian and there's darkness, then you have to start having a conversation on why is there darkness? Did you cover up your light? Are you burning down the house? Did you burn out? What happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, like what, what, what's going on here? You know, like, 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 what do we need to reignite your fire? Um, do you need to be challenged or, or is it that you never had a flame at all? You know, so, um, so like, I guess, you know, in, a, in, in one particular regard, if this person is a believer, like I said in the beginning, you know, if they have the heart that the Lord has placed in them and they receive instruction and correction, and it's not, it's not out of malicious nature and they receive it. I really do believe that that person has a dream or heart for Christ because um, Paul did not believe in any division. God himself said that the body was one, um, you know, so the body works together. Um, the body does not divide itself for um, for foolishness. You know, sorry to go back to Apollos, but it's just he's just a, a, a very good topic for now. Um, digging about First Corinthians. Um, was it 12? I might be wrong, but for first Corinthians, they dealt with um the issues of, of in Corinth when, when like Apollos, you know, just being so dynamic, his personality won over a lot of people in Corinth. You know, so Corinth particularly made a sect about Apollos, you know, and kind of kicked out Peter and Paul. I was like, nah, but we ain't one of y'all, man. We want Apollos people, you know, and, and think about that for the day. You know, um, so Beyonce. You know, like this is a perfect example. Beyonce raising the church strong chung and church choirs, all this stuff, then became Dish's child. Dish's child became that. She became her own thing, and now she's here, right? I've never heard her say that she wasn't Christian since that moment. Um, you know, so we have beehive folk, right? Um, so they don't listen to Christ, they listen to they. You know, so so there's a there's a problem. Because, because she's not telling them to not follow her in that way. And even if Christians are trying to point this out, they can't hear it because their leader, quote unquote, is not speaking that way. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, like we, we have a disconnect. We have a, a, we have a, a, a problem because the person that says that they are ain't, or they may be, but the fact that they're not really addressing it leaves a lot of ambiguity on the table, which there is no ambiguity in this body. Um, so I understand what Timothy is coming from in that in that particular sense too, because it's like, look, if, if you are in here, you in here, you know what I'm saying? So, so it shouldn't be something. But I'm not ashamed of the gospel, you know. That's what Lagray and our wrestling boy put on their arms, you know. So it's like y'all got a whole tattoo and design that uh, <laughs> says one one six, you know. And that's like I'm, I'm not I'm not picking it. I'm just using them as an example. Like you put that on your body. You know what I'm saying? I'm not ashamed of the gospel, you know, and and but then when the water gets hot, you begin to see folk like get quiet. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, you said you weren't ashamed, bro. Come on back in the fire. You know, like, like, like so, so yeah, but it's a, I think that there's the tension. Am I, am I hitting it on the head on Tim? Like, like, like that, that the tension is right there in that middle where the person is saying they are, yeah, but then. They had that, like I said, that following is there, but they refuse to acknowledge that, that to, to tell that following, like, look, this is where I stand. You know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect, but this is where I stand, you know what I'm saying, in that particular thing. So I don't, I don't hear that a whole lot um, from a lot of celebrities that are believers, where they can't even just say that I'm not perfect. Now, look, I'm not, Lecrae did it. I got to give him props. I remember he had a, um, what, what, was it, what was the name of the album? But, um, it was, it was, it was, I know it was his wife's um, father had passed away right before that album. And a whole lot of craziness was happening. He wrote a book with it or something like that. Which one was that? I mean, also, we're talking about the Unashamed book. You're talking about the Iron Unashamed book. Yeah, yeah. Because like, he's, he's got two books. He's got Unashamed. the Unashamed one. Yeah. What, 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 <clears throat> do you remember which album came out that, uh, after that one? Do you remember off top of Dome? Uh, probably Anomaly. Not, yeah. Anomaly came after that book. After Unashamed. After Unashamed, and then um, I Am Restored, the book and the album came out at about the um, at about the same time. Okay, and so I remember there was an album he did. He did a um, a play on Romans eight twenty eight. Um, you know, all things work together. Yep, that's um, also 
that's in about that same era as um as unashamed as well okay all right cool so that, that's that's what i'm thinking about it's like right in that era when he, uh, he it was people just running at him because he was asking he was wrestling you know with, with which every christian should do is wrestle with the faith you know like, like they, they shouldn't just be oh this is what i believe and this is the thing and like no you need to still be asked questions now <laughs> you ain't finished growing yet you need to ask questions so, um, you know, but he was wrestling and people were, were like calling him racist and, you know, he was venting online because he's seeing this, this, this death and, and people, oh, you were racist, Lecrae. And, um, and it bothered him, you know, and he jumped offline, you know, for a while, almost thought about killing himself. It was a couple of things I remember him talking about, you know, and he was very candid about that. I really, I really respected his, his approach to that. I know that that's not easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he's the only Christian rapper I can think of that actually went and talked to Kendra Lamar. If I'm not mistaken, I don't remember any other Christian, anybody really sitting down with Kendrick Lamar, see where he was talking about. And he finally gave us, I was like, oh, he, he really, okay, it makes sense. Okay, it makes a whole lot more sense now. I was, I was like, you ain't no Christian. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because where are you? I was like, what, what, what chameleon is you? What, which one are you? Oh, you, you, oh, you the Hebrew chameleon. Okay, gotcha. Now, I had to start to figure out which chameleon he was. You know, I was like, oh, he the Hebrew Israelite chameleon. Gotcha. So, so when I saw it, okay, cool, well, we, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? There are some black Jews. We 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 get but all of us ain't been getting down this this podcast, not this one at least. Um, yeah, you know, but but yeah, you know, just you know, but he was the only one to actually go and sit down with Kendrick and have a conversation. I'm like, that was that's beautiful. And it's the fact that he like he didn't try and overtake him and he said, I just want to have a conversation. He sat down, brought took a man, got something to eat, had a great conversation. I was like, that's what we supposed to be doing. Because if you ain't in a room. You know, like with like wherever that we are, we're in the room, you know, like and that that's something that, you know, it's hard to accept. But when you light, you can't avoid the fact that you're going to be in the room. So you're in the room and whatever context you're in, famous or not, you're in the room. So while you're in this room, you know, your light going to shine and people going to have questions. They're going to have they're going to have comments. They're going to have um, rejection in their heart. They're going to have they're going to give you something, you know, and you have to learn how to work with that you know, and, and, and how you can still maintain your faith and also show them that you're still a believer, that you're a believer and how that looks, you know what I'm saying? What, what, what life becomes an apologetic and not just words, because that's a big thing. Your life is an apologetic. So, um, so, so you, you have your words, but your life also has to also speak to that. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, but that's, that's it. That, that's the, that's at least the struggle or the tension that I'm having with this particular conversation is that like, the life is an apologetic and the word is an apologetic. But even if you speak it, are you living it? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, so like, 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 is your life the apologetic too? Or is it just the words? You know, like, like, so, yeah, so talk to me. Like, so, cause like, I can't, I can't, I can't think of off the top of the dome, I can't think of any other um, people, you know, like, like, like when it comes to that, cause I'm, this is not really, um, I tell for I judge. Uh, I do judge. Um, I do. I judge a lot, uh, as every other person on the planet does. Um, the person who says, um, do not judge in this particular manner does not understand what Christ was actually saying, because when you judge, you rightfully discern what's actually going on. Um, you know, so if you walk up to a tree and it's a man, it's I forget the name of the poisonous tree that looked like it got fruit on it. But if you if you eat the fruit off this tree, your throat close up and it feel like you swallow fire. You need to know. You need to be able to judge that that tree got something dangerous on it. And you also have to judge whether or not a tree is fruitful. You also have to judge whether a tree is barren. So I judge a lot. Um, like, so I'm looking at the the as much as my eyes can see while trying to remove the, the issues from my eyes so I can see clearly. But um, but yeah, talk to me. Like, like what do you think about the uh, like the 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 odds of a famous person dealing with the fact that, that their life is an apologetic? I think anybody who's, you know, if you if you are, if you're mature in the faith, or if you're maturing in the faith, and you have people around you, um, again, it it sort of goes back to that proximity thing that I was talking before. I I think that you, if you, if you're being discipled properly, your life being an apologetic, your life, you know, you being a uh, a living book, as it were, a living epistle, as it were. Um, I I would hope I would, and and, I, and I've seen it demonstrated that you know. Uh, folks come to understand that at some point or another. Yeah. Um, I agree with 
everything that you said before in terms of like um actually i don't have anything i really disagreed with i think the only thing that i'm Praise ever God. yeah I, I, I think the only thing that i where i sort of where i still sort of stand on the thing is again is there there is this assumption especially if there's been this post enlightenment assumption and i remember listening to this thing about this um this guy's got all these PhDs and everything like that. And he was talking about the Great Pyramid and he was talking about like how mathematically perfect it is, how it's sitting directly on the equator. Like, like it's just this incredibly perfect structure. And he could not imagine how in his mind, how any of those things could be crafted by hand <laughs> by Hebrew slaves or any or, or or any person that is not like an astrophysicist. Like it was just, it's like the, this it's not possible for so an iron, for, for, an, for an Iron Age person to have, you know, the know-how and the wisdom to be able to build a geometrically perfect structure. And I'm like, so what you're telling me is that if you don't know how to do it, <laughs> it, it can't be known. And I'm like, you're a moron. You know, like, you, so, you, so. But, just, but you, get, you get what I'm yeah, saying? So, sorry, I, I, we, I, need, I, we need yeah. to rest there for a moment. We need to rest there just for a moment. We, need to, we, we all need to go ahead and intent, like Final Fantasy 15, cook some dinner around campfire just for a moment um so 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 yes um because like you know we don't our rudimentary understanding of mathematics you know came from the the the, the shoulders of greats you know that figured it out with a plumb line you know what i'm saying they, they, they built houses and bricks and buildings with plumb lines literally just a line with a brick on the end of it literally and they built buildings that are still standing right now with a plumb line just to make sure that they, they had a straight line, drop a rock on it, hold it. Oh, yeah, that's straight right there. You know, <laughs> it, just built, it just built it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like like some of the stuff that, you know, especially in the Western context, um, is that if it ain't our lens, it ain't no lens. You know, like, 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 well, if I don't see it, nobody see it. What? <laughs> it's like, 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 what, what, what is that? What is that arrogance? That 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 ignorance come from when you like refuse to allow anyone else to be intelligent? You know, in that that regard, you know, and it, it's 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 pervasive. You know, like Christians do that to famous people. Famous people to to, to, to Christians. You know, Cam, Cam Newton did this thing two months back about um, polyamory. You know, <laughs> it was like yo, know, the scriptures. You know, Solomon had wives. David had wives. Why can't I? <laughs> he was like, it's in your scriptures. You know, he was, he was real, was real. It's in your scriptures. You know, as well. I'm like, bro, that's not what that means, though. You know, like, 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 look at what happened to the man because he had all them doggone wives. All of them. This ain't, no, this ain't no good doggone thing. Look at what happened to Abraham. You know what I'm saying? Look at what happened to Jacob. Jacob whole house tried to kill itself. I mean, it's, it's, come on now. So you know, that, 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 like, like, talk, go to the end of Judges. If you want to see calamity in a family, Lord have mercy. I mean, they dang near destroyed a whole family. They had to stop. And they, they're like, we can't let this boy family down. We got we to figure something out. Like, like it, it, it's this ain't no good, you know, it's not a good thing to 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 be, you know, like, oh, this is this is what we all know. You know, like, like there, there has to be some place where the anchor is at where somebody, God, did it better than you knows it better than you and he's also purposed people that have also done it better than you but the 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 hubris of fame in most people and this don't even have to be in a millionaire level this could be a person a pastor with ten thousand followers that just think that they 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 you know they don't stay and um you know like and, and they they just out here you know what i'm saying like and 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 they don't want to listen to a pastor that got 10 followers you know, like, like, like that, that person ain't, 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 he ain't, the Lord ain't in him. The anointing is not on him because I got 10,000 and he got 10, you know, but, but that, that hubris, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that, that, that deals with that particular situation. It's tough, you know, like for people to really get over that in themselves. So our lens ain't all, as you all, as we all know, the lens that we have is trash. Um, mm -hmm. And we need different people to polish it. Because, because I may not be able to see it as clearly without Tim's um, perspective. I need his perspective on something. You know, I need Julian's perspective. I need it. You know, it's, 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 if I'm in the body of Christ, 
every cell should be given each part some some energy. Well, let me offer some perspective. All right, look, hit me. Talk to me. <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, so so basically, I mean, I really I got my answer, the answer I was looking for when I posed that question. Because later on, when I took a trip down south and spoke to other homies, and uh, so the conclusion is, um, well, it's not really a conclusion, but really the whole point is every believer is beholden to their Lord. Mm. And, uh, right. So for me, um, so when I see somebody like a look Ray or whoever, um, what I, what I try to do is if I see them doing something quote unquote wrong on social media, whatever, my first response is I should pray for them. Right. If mm. they're doing something wrong, and it's not spirit led. Um, I'm not gonna jump on Twitter and yell at them. I'm gonna <laughs> pr pray for them, right? So if I'm wrong into something they said, like in in my opinions, then God, you know, through the Holy Spirit will fix me up. And if, if they did something wrong, then God through the Holy Spirit, if they're His child, will fix them up and, and lead them, right? Uh, another point is. Twitter and Facebook, a platform really don't make, right? I think that's, uh, it's important to realize that having a platform and having 10,000 followers on Twitter doesn't make it a, a platform. Yeah. Um, doesn't make it a place of discipleship and doesn't necessarily um, make it a place uh, to shine your light just because of all the other garbage and stuff that's out there on there. You can't have a discussion, you know, people just yelling at each other and uh, you got ads and you got algorithms. And so mm -hmm. it's also such a facade that I'm hoping Elon Musk will tank Twitter and it'll go bankrupt <laughs> and that curse on our land will disappear. <laughs> Lord have mercy. That that joint is gonna double in size in the next four months. I'm calling it. You'll see it in a little bit. <laughs> so, but yeah. yeah, it's like so. You know, follow on to that. The the one example I often think about is when Peter was talking with Jesus and at the end, before Jesus, after Jesus's resurrection, and John was following them, and uh, Peter was like, "Well, what about this guy?" Mm you know because jesus just told peter he's gonna die for him and jesus is like what is it to you that you follow me <laughs> one of my favorite business scripts it ain't got nothing to do with yeah. you <laughs> what i do with him yeah. yeah and then just to follow up to that i mean like you talk about you talked about apollos is that not everybody is going to be at the same point in their spiritual journey and uh Right. So, you know, people like Kanye, for example, they say this. So he had a awakening. Right. And then look, we kind of mess he's getting himself into now. With, and that's oftentimes because we lift up people, put them on a platform before it's time. Um, and that ruins them. You know, that's one reason why uh, Paul specified that pastors should not be new believers and because of pride yeah. and fame that'll ruin them and so absolutely you know oftentimes people have a platform because they're put on a pedestal and not because god has given them a platform and so we'll put somebody on a platform and then tear them down mm -hmm. and uh you know god uses that for their growth and, and uh to draw them closer and sometimes oftentimes with social media it's more of a trial than a than a platform or fame or whatever. And so, you know, it's like, like Julian said, hopefully, you know, if he's in the locker room with his, with his fellas, with the sports team, whoever, the NBA star, that's time where he can uh, speak into their lives when they're having, the, you know, after loss, they're uh, mourning the loss, right? He can get in there and talk, talk light into them or, you know, invite them to prayer. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's the same with the, in a recording studio, you know, thankfully Lecrae had the maturity and he was unashamed for, for, you know, he never stopped preaching the gospel, but then 
you know, you have people who have platforms and you're like, well, it doesn't matter if they're not Christian and they're, you know, if they claim to be like, you know, Beyonce grew up in the church, but we see the fruit of her, her fruits publicly and through videos that testify contrary to what she claimed she believed, etc. And, uh, you know, you will know them by their fruit. Like we have to judge whether fruit is good or not before we put, pluck it off the tree. Um, right there. But that doesn't mean, you know, judging and condemnation are different things. We are Absolutely. not to condemn somebody and say, oh, well, you didn't talk about Jesus on Twitter yesterday, so you're going <laughs> to Got a scorecard. <laughs> right, that's not our jobs. That's not that, that's too much. That's too much like, work, actually. Every believer has to be in tune with the Holy Spirit yeah. and his leading on their lives. Right? Otherwise, we're not believers if we're not doing that. Where you don't have a playbook for you know every day. You know, God sends spontaneous meetings, spontaneous people that sometimes they're a trial, sometimes they're an opportunity to witness to. And so you know, I think things are so are so mixed up in the way God's weaving our lives, each mm -hmm. and individually, and you know, with just having this time that you don't have a playbook, a checklist to go off as a believer for for every day. And uh, you know, our Western mindsets are like, no, we need to have everything in order and check the boxes and calendared out and according to schedule, but afraid that's not how life works. So it ain't. Yeah. It's a journey. You know, like, like, like this is a, you, you learn as you go, you know, like that, that, that's the, you, you can't stop going. That's what I said. The wrestling has to continue because you, if you think that you figured it out or you think that that's the only answer, you know, Lord's like, I can literally bring you up higher if you want to. Um, you know, but you have to wrestle. You have to engage me, you know, where I am. You know, one of the elders of my church had me laughing because he was like, you know, remember, it was God cracking his knuckles at, at Jacob, not the other way around. <laughs> so, you know, like, like that was the, that's the case. You know, God sitting in the, in the dark alley like, so, you know, come over here and square up real quick. You know, like, like, like that's, that's God, you know, like, so it's a, uh, we have to continue to wrestle, you know, um, anything else y'all want to add this well i was heading someplace before we uh we camped out apologies um, no no it was it's it's cool i agree with everything that you you know that you both had to say but i do think it's important for um a believer to be honest and public about their faith and to not not to put it under a bushel i also don't think that every single person who has access to a megaphone I don't know that it, I don't know that it's it, that it's that it's um, my position to one tell a person specifically what to do with whatever a high level of visibility like in the way that I imagine it. That was one of the things that Cray also talked a whole lot about it. Like if I was yeah. seeing Jesus, 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 in every verse, every all the all the soccer moms and and stuff like that in suburbia were happy with me. But the moment I start talking about how the gospel could be applied to something that directly affects me, which is like a race mm -hmm. issue, all of a sudden I'm this and that, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, it you know, which sparked a lot of debate, which kind of split the fandom. Yep. In a, in a way, because it's like, well, are you a Christian rapper or you're a rapper who, who, who's a Christian kind of thing like that? And that that whole kind of thing, like all because you're going to go straight to based on something that you don't even really know what you're looking at, because those soccer moms are not the target audience for for rap. Yeah, but let's not. just <laughs> let's let's just keep that a buck. Like rap is not a, rap is a language. It's involved in a culture of, yep. of hip hop. There's a whole thing that's around that. And he's actually from that. He's from the streets. He's yeah, from yeah. that environment. And so from his they perspective, they want to look cool, though. They do. And I, and, they, you want, know, they, and they want to thump in their, in their minivan. You know? <laughs> and, that's, and that's all. And they want to feel they want to feel confident that the little white babies are um, listening to something that is solid, which I, I hate Multi -cultured. that. Multicultured. Multicultured and solid <laughs> at the same time. And it's like, OK, yeah, I, I hear that dog whistle um for you know for uh reform theology but it's just like it's it's just this thing here to where just because i don't see something do i just because i don't see something from a particular person 
am I supposed to throw that person out? Depending depending upon what it is, which is what we which is what a lot of the professing believers immediately did in those situations, because someone wasn't saying the gospel in a way that made sense to them or that they could identify with. This person can't be a Christian. And Paul reminds us in Romans 14, 4, that who are we to judge another to judge another servant? That's God's servant. So if that's mm. God's servant, you know, discipleship is Tim mentioned earlier, which is it's it's complementary to what I've been trying to um hint at up to this point is that discipleship happens in proximity. And so a famous person, I don't know that nigga. I don't know him. I don't have no personal relationship to him. I'm not gonna get to the table with him. I'm I I I, I do pray for folks, especially if I what if he's a cracker? I, uh, I mean I pray for him what if he's a cracker? I pray for that cracker too. But uh <laughs> But it's just like it's just like I don't, I don't, I don't like in, unless I know I can get across the table from that person, I have to disinterest myself in terms of assuming that anything that I can see about them from afar is is a is a a good representation of who they are, where they are in their faith, especially with the the way that our access works these days. Mm. I can pray, I can pray for them, I can pray for the people, especially who are around them and the people who have direct access to them. But it's, there's no meaningful discipleship that I can bring to that dude or that he can bring to me. That's another thing. The uh, Lecrae is not discipling me at all. And if yeah. I'm if I'm getting my discipleship from him through the music or through what I'm seeing him doing, and I have never even shook this dude's hand because of uh, like a. Uh, Aquila and them, they shook hands with Apollos. Mm-hmm. They they broke bread. That's a and, and Apollos was also trying to build a platform specifically to do that, as opposed to like, I'm really good with a ball. I became famous. And then now how, how do I navigate my faith in a space I found myself in versus I'm specifically doing this to 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 spread the gospel? And so I don't know that I could demand of God's servant that because they happen to find themselves in a position that, oh, you must use this to do Jesus, 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 Jesus in someone's ear, on the microphone, at the Grammys, at the, you know, the thing. I don't know that I, I don't know I have a right to demand that. I don't know that dude. I can pray for him. I can pray for the folks who are around him that his faith is genuine, that his or her faith is genuine, that they're actually going to become the people who they're supposed to be, and that they'll be Jesus people no matter what goes on in this situation. I think that's a, a thing. But I, th- I think we mistake our access to people um, for our familiarity with their brand or their familiarity mm. with what their the thing is, and like, Agreed. and it's it's just really hard to like in this generation, especially, super triggered by the word judge because they don't hear the word discern, they don't hear the word to observe and to try to um, uh, give value to quality. They don't mm. they don't hear that when they hear judge, they immediately are thinking, I'm condemning this person. I'm saying, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to put them in the electric chair. I'm going to put a scarlet letter on them and say that they're not worth they're not, they're of little or less worth that kind of thing. That's what's in their mind when they hear the word judge. And so I don't even like to use the word judge, not because I don't think the word is valuable. I like using it in in a context where folks are comfortable with that word. But if they're not comfortable with that word, it's just a word. I can I can pick a different word to get to my point of talking about that so that what I mean can resonate in their mind. They don't want to be condemned. They don't want to be shunned. They don't want to be considered to be less than kind of thing like that. And I, but I can't discern the craze fruit from this distance. I, I can't, I can't, I don't know him. I'm not sleeping in his bed. I don't know how his, what his children think of him. Not. I would hope not. I, would, <laughs> I hope the same. And so um, I think that's the thing that with uh, like, if I don't know you, even if even if you serve at the church on the other side of Baltimore, if I don't know you personally, God blessings on that man, blessings on him and his household and all that other stuff. I don't know that dude. It's like, I don't know him. And right yeah. now, God ain't telling me to go over there and know him in, in that way right now. So I ain't worried about that. I ain't worried about them dudes. I'm not going to ask them to chip into this or give money to that. Don't make no, that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, again, I could be in error. In, in saying that, but I, I always hear that, you know, I hear that Romans 14, four in my head. Um, I also hear that same passage you referenced earlier about, um, you know, when Peter was like, yo, he ain't following us. It's like, well, that ain't none of your business. Like <laughs> if, if he's, if, if there's no one who's going to be able to uh, easily speak, who's, who's actually put my name out there, who's going to be, uh, who's going to easily speak evil of it. Mm. Like if the gospel's getting spread either way that kind of thing. And so I, I kind of leave it at that. I feel like I got enough of my own problems. They come on time every single month. Uh, <laughs> I'm not taking applications for new problems. 
if I didn't come for you, don't send. If I didn't, if I didn't send for you, don't come for me. That's mm. that's that's the <laughs> that's the energy I move with with that kind of thing. And and may you be and another thing, especially in this day and age, more so than ever. Not everybody, especially in this hemisphere, that claims to be a believer is a believer. Mm. <laughs> that's always been true. It's yeah. always been true, but there are a lot more humans alive right now. That's yeah, quite yeah. true as well. There's a lot more humans alive right now, and there's a and we can we can say one thing, and we can spread it so far now in ways that we're not even that Paul didn't even imagine um, when he was doing doing his ministry. So like, when people say that they're believers, unless I know you personally, I also don't much care either, because you could be lying, you could mm. be deceived. Mm. Like unless I'm in your orbit to personally discern like on a, on a for real for real and to have influence and to be able to speak into your life or unless i was sent by jesus to go do something to or for or with you ain't none of my business not really not mine not my business maybe somebody else's business but not mine but that's yeah. that's how that's how i think proximity is super key on that and as tim said it's great pray for him pray for because yeah. let's let's say they're not a believer i hope they become one I hope they become a Jesus person no matter what, no matter what happens to him, because that's that's the whole point. That's why we go through these trials and through difficulties is so that at the end of the day, you can see that mm. you're his person no matter what happens to you. Prove it to yourself. Prove it. Prove your faith to yourself. Let that become tried and true and something that's because God knows whether you are or not. You need to find that out and you need yeah. to have that confidence. That's it. And that's what it comes back down to the wrestling. You know, like like you, you can't you can't do this without the wrestling. You have to wrestle. If you're not wrestling, that's a problem. You know that, like with your, when it comes to you dealing with how to um deal with your faith, you have to wrestle. So this is a a great combo. I appreciate y'all bringing me the topic. Um, this is a. Uh, I'm wondering, you know, now, you know, like after I release it into the airwaves, how many people um feel the same way, or if you have a different perspective, you know, really polylithicpod at gmail.com. Um, I'm also on polylithic one on Instagram and on Facebook, um, you know, if you want to send me a message just to see what we can get your perspective from. And but prayerfully, we did not um, lead you astray. <laughs> but we, we, uh, we helped correct the path um, a little bit better. But uh, thank you guys for, for, for giving me the topic and for being willing to just be as transparent as possible when it comes to this thing. Transparency is a, is a wonderful thing when it comes to the faith, especially amongst brothers in the faith. Um, brothers and sisters but right here amongst brothers in the faith you know like to be able just to have a conversation and you can say it the way you want to say it and I'm not going to stop you <laughs> you know what I'm saying so I love you both um, well you both, Julian man. earned you an explicit rating today so. oh yeah 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 he did but it's okay I mean like, like uh, people, people have said worse um, so <laughs> so we are, we are good to go so Thank you guys for joining us. This is Polyolithic, and that means that you are made of many things, but yet one. Yeah,